movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grinding Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Now put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind. Coming back at you with another one. I'm Ian, and this is Bree here, right here. What's what up? up? Thanks you for doing? having me. Hell yeah, as always. Um, yeah, so today we're we're doing a movie that you actually recommended. Uh, well, wh- which movie is that? This is going to be Willy's Wonderland, starring uh-huh. our favorite. Nicolas Cage, of course. Well, <laughs> right. at least my personal favorite. Definitely yours, for, for sure. You're, you're the, <laughs> you, you and Sloan definitely compete as the 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 Cage um, somethings. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, the the experts of the Cage Rage, Cage exploitation. Oh, cage Rage. I do like that. It makes it sound like it's a WWE match, but it's just Nicolas Cage characters. Mm-hmm. It's like... Um, I, I guess, yeah. Well, yeah, pre- pretty much. I don't know what I was thinking. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, we we just, we, we've we done two other Cage movies on here. Uh, yep. One being Color of Space, another being Mandy. Were you on the Mandy episode? I don't remember. I was. Oh, okay. I was on both Nicolas Cage episodes. And this right. will make three out of three. Uh-huh. Um. And this is definitely the most recent, although they were all pretty recent, which uh, I try not to cover more recent movies on here because, I mean, it's not really much of a cult status. However, yeah, since Cage himself is like a cult icon now, um, that not only that, but the fact that this movie is like kind of a, a midnight movie in itself. It is absolutely, and I mean, it's it's already got a pretty decent cult following. In the fact, like you said, it's Nicolas Cage. But I mean, again, I remember. It's so funny. Like a lot of these movies, I find out from the movies so bad they're good, Midnight and cult classics. But I remember when they just announced this movie, everybody was trying to post the trailer for yeah. this, and that's how I found out about it. Yeah, yeah, sure, same here. Uh... Yeah, so what specifically about those made you want to cover it today? Uh, I mean, apart from Nicolas Cage, um, maybe it's just the fact if you haven't seen, uh, well, I mean, you have seen, but maybe the audience hasn't seen This Is Where You Die, where my sister and I, we cover video games, specifically horror video games. And Willy's Wonderland takes very strong inspiration from a horror video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. And Mm. so I figured our other guest was supposed to be my sister today. I thought that would be a fun episode to do with her in the fact that it's very video game based. Uh, Yeah. Uh, That's what I've heard. I have not played the... 
I haven't either. I know <laughs> of it, but it, again, I only play horror multiplayer. Like I've said in This Is oh, Where You Die. I can't multiplayer. It is not, <laughs> and I am bad at horror games. You should... So you're not planning on doing an episode on that one? Maybe I will make my sister do it, and then I'll watch. Because <laughs> that one's intense. <laughs> that one's intense. Okay. Uh, then the, the, you should definitely be the one to do it because reacting to your reaction Ugh. is pretty good. <laughs> Especially, I guess, in the more Do it for the people. Do it for the fans. If, if y'all want to, to see Bree just get scared while playing a game, uh, yeah, hit us up in the comments. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, so so this movie kind of, uh, like you said, it is it, very much like that game. So it's like yes. kind of your uh, a good bridge between the shows. Uh, yeah, uh, you should definitely do that for sure. Um, yeah, th this this is my first time seeing it. And really? I don't, yeah, I don't know why it took me so long. Uh, I definitely meant to a long time ago. I guess it kind of fell off the radar after a while. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was pretty impressed by it. I, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. Like I kind of I kind of thought it was it would be kind of stupid, like fun stupid, and it really absolutely is fun stupid, but more fun stupid and like <laughs> i thought it would be like uh because like it's definitely the kind of movie that you know you turn your brain off you do not it is not a movie that that makes you think no. at all <laughs> however it's um even even though it's just like a bunch of dumb things happen and you, you know you're just like okay it's like things just happen. You, like I said, you turn your brain off. You, you're not required to think. You, you just, you just. It's like a cartoon kind of. But however, I'd I'd say even though there's not much to it, it it actually is a pretty smart movie in a way. I guess the way that the is directed or something, something about it is like yeah. it's actually pretty clever. The cinematography is yeah, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, and I think that's something that it really didn't need was, like, all the technical aspects of it, which were all, like, really amazing. If it was done cheaply and just kind of crappy, it still would have been really good. But it's just, like, just the cherry on top of how, like, good the aesthetics are. It's like, Absolutely. damn, this is actually, like, on top of that, it's still really good. Agreed, agreed. All the different, I don't want to like spoil since we're about to talk about the plot and everything, but all the different character designs, all the different areas of the, you know, the pizza place. I, I actually really liked it. I thought it was, a, like you said, fun, but it was very smartly done. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm not entirely like sure how, but <laughs> it's like just the jokes, the, the, comedy was timed very well <laughs> it was. and uh, the they probably saved a lot of the budget by the fact nicholas cage doesn't say anything so that yeah. probably knocked down the price to get him <laughs> well you know he I, I there's two things you said actually like uh, a couple of fun facts uh one he himself uh put his own money into 
really okay yeah like he somehow he came across the script uh through like a friend of a friend or something like a casting director or something uh knew the so like the guy who's directing this movie uh, i'm not really sure what his name is because i i never do for some... <laughs> i'm so i'm so bad at this um but yeah the, the guy who was directing it he uh he's been working on this movie for quite a while and nick cage was not supposed to be in it it was just like just this guy just trying to make this movie and then somehow nick cage got a hold of it read the script loved it and he was like i want to be in this movie and i'll help finance it and he became the producer that's awesome you know and, i mean Nick Cage kind of gets like a bad rap for like how bonkers he is and some of the things he does. But I mean, he it seems like he's like a genuinely nice person when it comes to working with yeah. these smaller studios. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, because of him, all these like small movies are just really like they're taking off. Like um, this, this movie very specifically or maybe Pig. Or something, just they wouldn't have been as successful if it weren't for him. So he he's just like just going into these small, low budget movies, indie films, and just making them. I I guess instant cult success, pretty much. Right. Some more than others. <laughs> but um, yeah. Also, you said the thing about he doesn't have any lines in the movie. No dialogue. Apparently in the script he did have dialogue, but it was very little. Hmm. And so what I heard is that Nick Cage said it was like, since my character already does not say much, wouldn't it be funnier if we just don't have him say anything? <laughs> <laughs> so that they just like Yeah, just took out all of his dialogue just as a joke, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, and it's a joke they rolled with well, you know. I thought it was actually pretty well done. I thought that added to it, honestly. When you saw the movie for the first time, did you know that he didn't have any dialogue? I did not. I oh, okay. So I'm like halfway through the movie. I'm expecting him to say something, but no, I did not <laughs> know that. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. I, I did know that, so it was ruined for me. But I I was wondering as I was watching it, like how other people who didn't know, like when they realized that there <laughs> there's no dialogue at all, and so so for you it was about halfway. Yes, like as he's like going through cleaning, like I I don't know about you, I've been doing like some cleaning jobs, and every time I'm clean, I'm like. Oh, sucks or, <laughs> oh, this shit like the fact he didn't say anything then i was like okay yeah i guess he's gonna have no lines you know what would be that would, now that i think about it that would be funny if he only talked while he was by himself right <laughs> that would have been pretty good too uh but yeah uh yeah so the, the, just the character himself is, is the janitor as he's sure. credited, it, it is pretty, pretty just like, I mean, he's a character, all right. <laughs> right. Like, even though he doesn't have a dialogue, I mean, he's still doing some Nicolas Cage-like things. Well, I, I don't really mean that specifically, 
I mean, like more of he's bizarre. Yes, this character is like he's just doing his job of cleaning this place up, and while while avoiding being murdered, simultaneously murdering other animatronic <laughs> animals. And uh, playing pinball. And playing, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> well, well, like, yeah, like the most important thing is the job that needs to be done and his breaks that, the <laughs> schedule breaks that he needs to take. And it's like, what, like, what the fuck is, is the deal with this guy? He's very adamant about, listen, I don't blame him. You got to be on the yacht break schedule. That's like your paid break time. Yeah. It's like, hey, it, if you're on break, you, you can't be working. The guy no. told him, like, hey, make sure you take breaks. <laughs> and so he does. And, and so the, I think that's probably what I laugh the hardest is when he's about to, like, kill that one. That's thing. my favorite scene where, like, he's getting ready. He pulls out the knife and he's, like, uh-huh. taking the battle stance. And then his watch goes off. He hands the knife off and then just. <laughs> Oh, boys, pitfall. He does that, not give a fuck if she lives or dies. That's my favorite scene, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah. I don't even know where to start with this movie. I, I, I guess from the beginning, because it's so, like, what the fuck? But I've never accepted such a bizarre movie as much before. Like, I just accepted everything, you know? So, like, you know, it starts out, he's driving his car. Well, I mean, you, you see people get murdered, but, you know, whatever. Okay. That, that's just a intro. Uh, you, so, you, you know, you, you, you understand that there's some weird, bizarre shit going on. But anyway, we see him driving, and then there's just spikes over the road. And... He, he runs him over. His tires get flat, and I'm just I'm watching this. So I'm just like, okay, there, there's spikes. <laughs> like, at this no is point we're accepting. At no point do neither I nor Nick Cage himself question these spikes, <laughs> and he gets picked up. But the tow truck just shows up immediately, and and so I'm just like, okay. And uh, so the guy's talking to him. Was like, you, you know, uh, we, in this town we don't have any ATMs or or internet or anything. There, there's no way you could pay us off unless you want to just clean this place overnight right now. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> just <laughs> accepting everything. Is, like, what would happen if Nicholas Cage like had the money or like? I don't want to like spoil it. We're gonna <laughs> like, get down go. to like the series of events. <laughs> but, like, what do they do if they do have the money? Like, what what happens then? Nobody carries cash these days. Not uh, that because what was he asking for? Like a thousand dollars or something like that. I, I don't remember. Cra- <laughs> it was something crazy, but you're right. I don't ever carry much, was, like, five dollars. Like, so I mean, obviously, this town is just—it's like kind of like. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, where pretty much the whole town is just in on luring people to to traps of their death, and it's like, uh, like I already knew the plot and everything going in, so like I understood. I didn't really quite know that it was just like Chuck E. Cheese animals going after him. I thought it was like a series of 
elaborate traps or something. So, uh, <laughs> and like people just kind of like, have you seen the movie 31? Yes. I thought it would be kind of like that. Okay, that's fair. Um, I I did not realize it was, yeah, like Chuck E. Cheese, basically. But when I did, I, again, I was just like, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so was he. Like, me and Nick Cage's character, the janitor, we, we just, we were on par the entire movie. Just <laughs> So he's just cleaning everything up, and, and then he's being threatened. And then this this guy just like attacks him, and he just kill defends himself, kills him, and then just goes back to cleaning. <laughs> right, and then there just seems to be an unlimited stock of his size of shirts as well. Right, yeah, he changes his shirt every time. I mean, you, you don't you don't want to just be at work with a bloody shirt. Yeah, I mean, I've been there a couple times. <laughs> Out of context, but uh, <laughs> what had happened was at work they had a blood drive, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go donate blood. And um, the person who was drawing my blood was like a new tech who was still like practicing phlebotomy and everything like that. Well, okay. Uh, he he misses the vein, and then oh, next shit. thing I know, blood just squirts on my shirt, and I'm like, you know. I, I could make a big deal of this, but instead I'm just like, hey, can you just like reposition this needle? <laughs> <laughs> Some nice. things you just kind of let go, but I, I guess you're right. You don't like that's a lot of oil too that he got on himself. Mm. But um, what what was pretty much your reaction going into this baby? Was it similar to mine, where I was just like, okay, this is happening now. Or Mine were you, were you like, asking more questions? I was trying to, like, I'm one of those people, if I don't know anything, which is pretty rare, considering, yeah. like, I'm a lot, I'm really late to the party on a lot of movies. Um, but this one, I saw it when it came out, and so in my mind, I'm, like, trying to connect the dots, like, what does this all mean, and then how does this tie back to the intro scene, and god damn, I should not have done that. <laughs> I, I should have shut my brain off. <laughs> that's where I messed up. And I was like, who are these teenagers? Like, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, did, I didn't ask a single question. I was just like, okay, this is happening. And then, <laughs> then this is happening. Also, you might hear me say this a lot and a lot of movies that we cover. But when I was watching this movie, it was kind of late at night and I fell asleep. <laughs> I, kept, I kept dozing off. That's and <laughs> And so, like, I'll watch it, and I kind of doze off, and then I, like, I, I see him, like, violently murdering this thing, and then I doze off again, and there's, yeah, the teenagers, and I'm just like, wait, what what happened? <laughs> and I rewind, and uh, I've been doing that a lot for, for these movies. Uh, um, I'm just getting old and <laughs> fucking Yeah, you know, asleep. 9 o'clock rolls around. <laughs> and but uh, have you seen the movie James Wan's uh, *Malignant*? I uh, no, I actually have not. I, are you planning on seeing it before I spoil something? Uh, you go ahead. So I was at my parents' place. What was it last year? And I I had a similar situation where we started the movie and they're investigating some sort of murders, break-in or something. I fall asleep. 
I wake up like towards the end of this movie where this woman is like literally ripping the back of her skull open <laughs> and then like starts to kill a bunch of cops. And I'm like, holy shit, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't ask my family to rewind, you know, that far back. But I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had to rewind this a couple times. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, do you watch your movies with your fiance now? Congratulations, I by the way. Idea. Yeah, congrats. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm finally getting married. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, no, she doesn't like these movies. She doesn't okay. like a lot of movies, actually. Okay. Um, I, I we're we're pretty much. She has not seen like any movie basically like at all <laughs> like just name one she hasn't seen it um so i'm showing her like the classics like we, we just watched goodfellas a couple weeks ago that got it took me like two months to get her to watch uh yeah <laughs> that's that's an uphill battle to like go from it, it never is. seen any movies to hey watch this really shitty nick cage movie with me yeah uh, I got her to see the room, and that nice. was fun. She actually loved it. Um, and uh, Troll Two is next. It's taken us a while to get to Troll Two, but like, okay. yeah, she she has no interest in like the shitty, so bad they're good movies. But uh, I mean, she she definitely understands and appreciates my love for it. Right. So um, yeah, uh, but. Yeah, it, it's not her thing. She, she's she's like a if the story isn't like amazing and there's like no plot holes at all, then then she'll like the movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a single movie like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, there's not many. She uh like one of my favorite movies, almost famous. We watched that and she like shit all over it. We, we watched. We watched Boogie Nights. She shit all over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta hurt. Yeah. No. No. The the night we watched uh, Almost Famous, and she, she just like started like saying why she didn't like it. I I straight up left. I just like I'm gonna go <laughs> home now. <laughs> but uh, no, she, she's great. She she's amazing, and uh, I I'm I'm enjoying introducing her to like all my favorite movies and yeah. it, it's hit or miss it always is with our spouses to be fair significant others things like that they either are like uh -huh. full on board or they're like holy shit why are you doing this to me <laughs> yeah um and uh as far as horror movies go she definitely does not like horror she doesn't like being scared she scares really <laughs> easily so uh a lot a lot of these movies like your Texas Chainsaw Massacre twos and your uh, whatever else we, we've done. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there's it's just like no way. Um, yeah, I didn't even bother asking her to do this movie, but um, yeah, like because this movie, like I said, you have to turn your brain off, which. Some people can't do so. Right. It's definitely not for everybody. This is, I was saying earlier, this is kind of like a, a midnight movie. Uh, like, 
you could kind of compare it to old like seventies grindhouse movies, yes. which which I love. Which, by the way, um, I, I'm gonna want to cover a bunch here really soon in a couple months. You're talking like Death Proof, or well, not Death Proof exactly, right. but about Planet Terror though. Ooh, count uh, me like in. If Hubble you got a slot, Chicago. yeah, if yeah, you for sure. You'll, you'll you'll be the first to know. Um, yeah, so I've just I decided this today actually earlier just a couple hours ago. Okay. Um, November will be grind November. Right. So just <laughs> solely grind. You know what? That's yeah. Awesome. Like the so the newer ones, like Hubba with a shotgun and stuff. Um. As and you know, like yeah, Planet Terror, like the big ones that aren't actually grindhouse movies, but are like a tribute to grindhouse movies. As well as actual real grindhouse movies, like seventies, like I'm, I, I'm trying to think, maybe like, uh, what was it called? Like Werewolf Biker. I forgot what it's called, but there's a movie. Werewolf that's, Biker Club? No, that's not. It, it, it's it's Biker Satanic Werewolf Bikers. That, that's what it's there about. It and it, it, I, that's not what it's called, but it's something like that. Yeah, something that like one- that. Like just some crazy shit, and then I'm thinking uh, there's there's many genres of grindhouse movies, and black exploitation is a big one. So probably Blackula. Yes. Uh, we got a what's that one with Tommy Lee Jones? Oh fuck! Uh, rolling Rolling I'm... Thunder or something like that. Yeah, that nice. That that's that, a... that could be a good one. I saw that movie actually at midnight one time. Nice. Uh, at Alamo Draft House on a weird Wednesday, that at midnight they showed that movie, and yeah, it's like his first role. He, he's like twenty years old, but he's still old, and, <laughs> and it's just a part where it's just like he stops having sex with his woman. He's, she's like, "Where are you going? I'm about to go kill a whole lot of people." <laughs> uh, yeah, good reference. Um, and, and then I'm also thinking also Father's Day. Which, you know that movie? I do. I was going to say, if you can, get Leda. Or no, hers is Mother's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, Yeah, yeah. so you don't know Father's Day? I don't. Nope, I'm thinking Mother's Day. I I think you would really enjoy it by the fact, I don't think it's directed by him, but it's uh, the, the company that did... Uh, so Stephen Kostansky. Who, oh yeah, he did just like a gore man. He did uh, exactly. Oh, what is uh, that company's name? Oh God, yeah. it's not. It's not Spectre Vision. That's Elijah Wood. Fuck. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely oh. much different company. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, fa- that they did a movie called Father's Day. So the guy okay. who plays the dad in Psycho Gore Man. He, he, I think he directed this one. Okay. Um, and it's um, uh, uh, it's it's just it, it's about a serial killer who, who kills fathers on Father's Day, and it's it's a huge tribute to Grindhouse movies. It's it, it's it's like it's a lot like Planet Terror. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely check that. I, out. I, if, it's, yeah. if it's Kostansky, I'm in. Honestly. <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm not. I don't think that he directed that one, but it's it's I mean, the same production company. Yeah. Um, Astron Six. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah. Anyway, back back to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, what, what movie are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. I feel um, like it's so much easier to get off track with two people. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and we go off the rails every time. That's it's, true. Imagine if like other Ian was here. Yeah, for real. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you know this? We did uh, Alien Resurrection on here. And we got off the rail so hard that we just didn't show it. Like, I I showed it to Martin. I was like, this is the worst episode we ever did. And he was like, yeah, this is terrible. And we agreed. We we just took it off. (laughs) So it it never aired. Uh, I'll I'll do do it again, though, because I I really enjoy Alien Resurrection. Uh, But yeah, much later. <laughs> so off, so far off the rails that even Martin was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, I mean, I've had some like, like I think the very first episode of of this is where you die. We didn't even have any sound in the game, and he's like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. Just, just fucking do it." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I guess." Really, I huh? I, I watched yeah. that episode. That that's the Left for Dead, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, or maybe I, it was. I don't I don't recall there not being sound. Or no, that was the uh, the pilot episode. I can't oh, figure okay. out how to record sound. Even then, he was still like, "Yeah, this is good. Just it's fine. Let's go with it." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." I don't know. Um, yeah, back but, to Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, basically, yeah. Like I was saying, you just turn your brain off. Like there's a bunch of like teenagers that exist only to be murdered, and it's it's like a slasher. Uh, you know, up to the point where like they're like, "Hey, we're we're in this room where people just died. You want to fuck?" <laughs> oh my god, yes! And they even like have the full on sex scene as somebody's uh-huh. sneaking up on them. I'm like, Holy yeah, shit. yeah, and, and, and the and the guy who, who does like he totally waits for them. He watches them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to get your kicks first before you kill them. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and so yeah, I guess let's talk about the the animal trough, animal whatever, Uh, the (laughs) the robot animals that kill people. Um, those were great. Like, oh my god, some of the names. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't. Do you remember the names? I can't really recall them. There's Willie the Weasel. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, there was the senor, the the turtle, and then the gorilla. Uh, oh my god, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I'm like worse at oh, remembering god. names, honestly, yeah, when it I'm, comes I'm to film characters. When it comes to anybody, <laughs> real or That's not, I'm, I'm so bad. Uh, but yeah, they, they were great. Like, they all had like their own character. And personality, kind of. Yeah. Also, uh, you had the that female lizard, I think. You had like the the chameleon. That's right, the chameleon. Yeah, who changed colors, by the way. Yeah. Uh, then, oh, there's another one. There was like a fairy. There's uh, Artie the alligator. Yeah, that guy's great. Yep. He's an artist, so his name is Artie. <laughs> yep, such cliche names. I Cammy love it. Cammy the chameleon. 
Ozzy the Ostrich, Nighty Night. <laughs> <laughs> the Night. <laughs> Tito the Turtle. There it is. Uh, Gus Gorilla and Siren Sarah. But okay. yeah, the chameleon, I like she she's just like, hey, don't hide. Like, I don't want to be here. All these guys make fun of me. Like, I could teach you what it's like to be on the other side. And the guy just like comes out of his hiding spot. Right. And I was like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> like, you're really going to believe in an animatronic that you know is killing people? Like, you. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So dumb. So dumb. And especially because, like, they've been doing this their entire lives. They've been living in this town where, like, and, and yeah, I kind I kind of like the the story of just like they they just uh, people come in and they just, it's like hills have eyes. They they just like trap random drifters and just and then it turns into thirty one where they just put them in this place and overnight and send people one at a time to kill them. Like it, it, yeah, it, it's like all these different like exploitation movies midnight movies like all like mixed together with like really good cinematography like you were saying right yeah that's i think the beauty of it is like you you do think it's going to be like stupid but then you're if you are a fan of like these different shawnies you're like holy shit this is actually fun i recognize these references but yeah. yeah and then they throw in like some demonic elements and then you know serial killers and it's like huh this is yeah. far from what I expected. Yeah, it, it, it turns into a uh, child's play. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so halfway through, they finally give like the origin story, which it, sometimes that can make or break a movie where they're just like, yeah. oh, hold on, here's a whole exposition dump. Let, let me tell you the story of why this is happening. But no, they were just like, it was real simple and short and sweet. It was just, yeah, there were a bunch of serial killers. They did a satanic prayer that put them into all the uh, all the robots. And then now the town just feeds them to people or else they'll kill everybody in the town. Like, done. Right. <laughs> they said that like, within the period of like two minutes. And then they just moved on from there. And right, and they like, did a show not tell too. So it wasn't like... You know, we're not seeing what's going on. Like it shows yeah. the deal with the animatronics making a deal with the sheriff. Like, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's it's like just here. Here's the shit. Just here it is. Okay, cool, done. Now you understand. Let's let's keep it going. Yep. And it's not at the beginning. It's like halfway through. So it's like I feel like so many other movies I've tried this have just failed so horribly. Right, because like you said, they just go on for way too long and it's boring or they don't show anything or they do it right at the beginning so you already know the plot. Yeah. Like in Friday the 13th, the original one, it's like everybody's getting killed and you don't know why. And then at the very end, you you have Pamela Voorhees. She's just like, yeah, my son Jason, he died here because all the camp counselors were having sex. So I'm going to like revenge him and kill all of you <laughs> and like that kind of works i mean it does it, it's it's very classic uh it, it it spawned the whole franchise but like eh it, it's okay like this like really worked just because of how simple it was but also very imaginative 
at the same time. Like, there's a lot to it, but they were just like, yeah, so this happened, and this happened, and this happened. You've seen other movies. It's cool. Go. <laughs> <laughs> we're assuming you've seen another movie, or maybe this is your first. We don't know. Uh, yeah. And, um, and you're watching it. You're just like, okay. So that happened. All right. I understand. Cool. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that was the one time where I didn't ask any questions. I was just like, all right. There's no questions to ask. <laughs> no, exactly. That's like the one time like I finally was like, okay. And uh, yeah, also uh the janitor, Nick Cage's character, he he's always drinking these like grape energy drinks. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. And like every single time it's the same shot of him pulling one out. Yeah. At first, I thought it was product placement, but it's not a real product. (laughs) Because the way he was drinking it, it's like, like showed the label. It was like, you know, like a cartoon or a commercial. I mean, as like, is this product placement? But no, it's not even a real product. So they were like doing a commercial for something that doesn't exist. I think that was another fun one too, where it kind of did like almost like a Wayne's World kind of thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's just like playing pinball up until his, because the guy told him to take a break, and he's taking his job very seriously. And yeah, I mean, we mentioned this already, but like, I love how it's just uh, <laughs> the most important thing is he gets his job done, so he can get his tires and continue driving because like this isn't his destination like he has a whole nother story that's not in this movie <laughs> right but you know it's funny too like he after he gets attacked by the first animatronic which was the ostrich he cleans himself up and is just like okay didn't like try to escape didn't try to call anybody nothing he's just like all right i guess i gotta deal with this shit. i still have this job to do yeah (laughs) what a trooper (laughs) yeah um yeah it's it's yeah so it's just like it's very what the fuck but it's also just like okay cool uh what did you think about the girl that was trying to help him uh, I thought she was a cool character. I mean, she had the right ideas, and it wasn't her fault that the teenagers ended up in that whole situation. Like, her ju- her thought process was, this place is fucked, let's just burn it to the ground, and then her friends yeah. fucked everything up. Well, like, she went in by herself, and then they just, like, accidentally crashed into that ball pit. Right. I, <laughs> it was just dumb. Like, she just should have kept burning it from the outside. Like, that... But I mean, she had the right intentions to destroy this place. Well, she wa- she wanted to save Nick Cage. She was like, right. oh, this guy's we we need to save him being murdered." And then they realized, like, "Oh shit, he doesn't need help." <laughs> no, no, not at all. But the only complaint I have is like the whole like her being in the intro scene was just like so uh... random. Like, that could have just been anybody. Like, it didn't really make it any more. Yeah, they just had to have a reason for her to be there. Right, right. Instead of, like, her parents being the ones sacrificed. Like, at the very beginning, they just happened Uh to be, like, victims at the very beginning. Right. And so, yeah, it gives her motivation and everything. Um, You know who I loved was the sheriff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Especially the actress who plays her. 
She's so crazy. I love her. She hasn't been in a lot of movies, but she plays a lot of bit roles, and they're all amazing. Uh, you do you recognize where where she's from? Nope. Really, I I it was it was bothering me a little bit because I was like, who is her? Who is she? Like, <laughs> who <I've>... is her? <laughs> uh, I I've but yeah, I looked her up on IMDb and. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of shit. Um, most notably, I would say uh, Dar- Donnie Darko. Really? Who the fuck does she play? Uh, I, I will. I will answer this with a quote. Sometimes I doubt your commission to sparkle, sparkle motion. motion. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Of course. She was that like just horrible fucking person who just like. I hated her so much in that movie, but she was so good at it. Uh, yes. she, she was also uh, in Speed. Uh, Is that the was... one with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with, with the bus. Yeah. It, it's about the bus that has to speed through town because uh, it has a bomb in it. So uh, once the speed goes over 50, the, the bomb will be set. So it has to keep speeding through town with it keeping a speed above 50. And if its speed lowered under 50, it would explode. I, I remember seeing that movie like so long ago, but I also remember like all the action shots and camera angle changes <laughs> made me a little nauseous. <laughs> that I think that's such a great action movie. Right. Uh, and that if, was Keanu Reeves' first movie, wasn't it? Oh, no. No, no. He did Bill and Ted. No, no, no. It was. Sandra Bullock's first. Oh, uh, okay. Was it? I don't. I don't it know. It was. Um. Huh. Or I'm blowing smoke out my ass. Who knows anymore? Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> Sandra Bullock's first movie. Um, uh, I got IMDb up right now. Um, no, her first movie was in 1987. Oh shit. Called she was in a movie called Who Shot Who Shot Pat, <laughs> the Preppy Murder. She was a damn. She was in a bunch of shit. Huh? Well, like, definitely oh, she was in a Demolition Man before Speed. Hmm. Yeah, someone lied to me. So I guess I just had uh, to perpetuate that lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, a- anyway, yeah. So the woman who plays the sheriff in Willie's Wonderland. Uh, her name is Beth Grant. She was a passenger on the bus, and she's the one who's like, "What about the rest of us?" When they're trying to get the the bus driver gets shot off the bus without exploding, she's like, "What about us?" And she tries to jump off, and just like a small bomb goes off, and she like explodes and gets <laughs> ran over by the bus. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, they they told her what would happen. Yeah. Um, also. Another great role that she was in. She was in No Country for Old Men. Love that one, but it's been she, a minute. She w- she was the Carly Jean's mom. Okay. So the so she they're like, yeah, this hitman he's gonna come and kill you. So you have to move to El Paso. And she's just bitching about it. She's like, <laughs> I told you when when you buried him, I said he was no two words, no and good. And <laughs> uh, she's like talking to the taxi driver. You, you know how many people I know in El Paso? That's how many. 
And then a line that made me laugh so hard was, you don't usually see a Mexican in a suit. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> she just like looks at this guy and like made complete eye contact. She's like, you never see a Mexican in a suit. <laughs> She's just like, just plays like some fucking like Small shit. little she, crazy she's roles. Really good at playing really shitty people. She yeah, some people are just really good at that. Like uh <laughs> oh god, what's the name of I, I never remember the actor's name, but he was uh Oh my god. He was the CEO of uh the company in the boys. Oh my god. Oh and he was yeah, in yeah. breaking bad oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he always just plays like such mean, awful oh, characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh Right, Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can never remember the actor's name. My yeah. husband like sits next to me every single night and plays Far Cry Six with him in it, and I can't remember. Oh, his really? Name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he he's always villainous. Um, have you seen a movie called? Uh, what was it called? Uh, damn it! Uh, Fresh. Fresh. Have you seen Fresh? Oh, it's on my list on Hulu. You need the Sebastian Stan or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about it. It it's is dark, very serious drama. It, it's like kind of soul crushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's in it. He plays the bad guy. Okay, yeah, uh, very. He's very young. Uh, it's like super young role. He's like almost unrecognizable. But are we thinking uh, of the same movie, Fresh? It came out in 1994. Yeah, we are not thinking of the same one. I was thinking about that one that was it fresh or something like that that was on that's on Hulu. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't think it was on Hulu. Uh, yeah, so there's a movie that came out in 1994. It's called okay. Fresh. It's a very serious, soul crushing uh, drama uh, about this kid living in like. I don't know where, where it is. I think it's like LA or something, like Compton. Okay. And he's just like trying to get by. Uh, he's like this kid, like selling drugs for two different rival drug dealers. And one is, is that guy. Uh, okay. I'm not, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name because uh, I, I would butcher it. But <laughs> Gus, let's just call him Gus. Yep. Gus from Breaking Bad. There. We um. Go. Yeah. He he's he plays uh, a really villainous drug dealer, and yeah. Uh. Yeah. You should check that movie out. Um. Anyway. Uh. Pretty much said everything needs to be said about Willie's yeah. Wonderland. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's fun. I. Uh, I. 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 Uh, enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um I I didn't think it would be as much of a horror movie or like even like a cult movie. Like I mean it had that instant cult success. Right. But like we we mentioned earlier about like all the references that it makes. Like I was surprised by that. Right, right. I thought it was going to be like literally a Five Nights at Freddy's situation. I wasn't expecting all the references, the cinematography, anything like that. And I was like, yeah. wow, this is this yeah. is fun. I like this. Uh, yeah, every once in a while, Nick Cage just like has a winner. 
and, and but it just like I think because of the pandemic, it, it really went under everybody's radar because it right. was supposed to be in a theater, but it, it it came out at a terrible time, like right in the thick of it, and just went straight to the video. And like people, it's like you either know about it or you don't. Right. Well, hopefully we get more people to know about it with this. Because yeah, again, right. I I recommend this wholeheartedly. I mean, yeah, but we're doing this episode because because you recommended it. You hey, wouldn't. I mean, I mean, I've been on an episode where I would not recommend the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you originally wanted to do uh, the Void, yeah. Which, uh, speaking of Stansky, uh, whatever, Kostansky. yeah, 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 <laughs> Stansky, that uh, dude. yeah. Uh, what? Which? Yeah, we, we agreed. We'll, we'll do another time. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably after we do Father's Day, that would probably be a good transition. Okay. Yeah, um, that actually would. Same company. But yeah, so yeah, this was fun. Uh, let's go on to to the next segment where so. Basically, we we have Nick Cage's character. He drives into town. Shit happens. He does his thing, and he gets back on the road. So what happens next, do you think? So here's my sequel idea. I, it's not like a direct sequel. I want to see a series where it's video game movies, but uh. Nick Cage is in it. So kind of like how Tommy Wiseau like, has his old, own gaming show where he just plays video games. Similar oh, right. concept. I forgot about that, yeah. It's just Nick Cage in video game movies. So my first proposition is Silent Hill. Mm. So you've got you got him driving into the sound of Silent Hill. Again, his uh, car breaks down. And now he's got to figure out how the hell to get out of the Silent Hill. But then, because you only enter Silent Hill if you're being like punished for your sins. So we know that it's implied he has a spouse. We find out through the series of Silent Hill that he actually murdered his spouse. Yeah, uh, like a Silent Hill 2 sort of thing. So maybe he's like trying to escape getting out of town or something. Yes, and then rolls mm. into Silent Hill. He's the one who killed his wife. And then, I mean, it, it, it's kind of on brand for like weird shit going on in the movie. Like you've got the normal day of Silent Hill where like literally nothing's going on. And then you've got like once the sirens go off, the fog sets in. And then you just let Nick Cage go crazy against like Pyramid Head. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, any other video game ideas? Uh, I mean, I have like so many that I'm like trying to like think about. Like, I I don't think I'd like to really necessarily see like a Street Fighter one starring. Nick oh, Cage. I was literally just like a Street Fighter. <laughs> really? Instead of like instead of like Jean Claude Van Damme, it's Nicolas Cage. Everything else remains the same. Just that yeah. swap. That could be good. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or I mean, like, there's a lot of like Resident Evil shit going on right now, but I feel like that right. could be kind of like suddenly there's zombies. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Because we just got the Welcome to Raccoon City, and then Netflix had their Resident Evil show that got canceled. So there's some hype surrounding that, but that would be my sequel idea. Uh, what's your prequel idea? No, no prequel idea. So <laughs> the, the way you another, said that, you were like another prompt was like if you could take a movie and replace 
everybody but one character with like Muppets or animatronics. So here's my <laughs> proposition. Full metal jacket, except for the Vietnamese girl. <laughs> everybody else, just straight Muppets or animatronics. Uh-huh. She's okay. the only one that stays the same. <laughs> that would okay. be pretty unhinged. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. My idea was 12 Angry Men. Oh, okay. So it's like this kid is on trial for murder and the society we're living in, they're like, you know what? People suck. They can't be trusted to to determine the fate (laughs) of those kids. So let's get a bunch of like animal robots. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So just imagine all all the silly characters we had in this episode. This movie. And just they're all different like yeah, you know, it's, it's the same ones, you know, and we're just arguing over like that that old man he couldn't see, or no, that woman she couldn't see the old man. He there's no way he could have heard it with the train going by and stuff. And then there's just the old, one old man. He he's the one who's the same. Oh my god. Would the Green Mile be less depressing if it was animatronics or yeah. more depressing? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to see this this little like robot turtle fucking getting it... electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely an effective way to put down an animatronic. You gotta admit. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fry out its circuits. Which, surprisingly, I, I was surprised there was none of that in Willy's Wonderland. It was more like uh, curb stomping and shit like that. Right, yeah. Speaking of which, th- there's one for you. American History X. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, it's uh, so like all, all the white neo-Nazis fighting against Trump. <laughs> that would make that curb stomp scene a little less depressing, probably. That that's just brutal. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> just replace all the black actors with, <laughs> but or or maybe the white ones, which. <laughs> Either way, that's still brutal. <laughs> Jesus. It's just like instead of on the nose race war, basically it's humans versus furry robots. I thought you were just going to say just furries. And I'm like, I think we may lose a little bit of fans there. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we've got some furries in our fan base. Who knows? I mean, this would be the movie for them. That's for true. Sure. Uh, all right. Okay. Now I have an idea. Eyes wide shut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that orgy scene would be a little too intense. But who would be the one person that stays the same? Who would be the one human? Um. Uh... I guess uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Hmm. Or probably ju- just the people. And uh... Okay, so yes. every Everybody in, in the orgy, all the rich like millionaires who are masked, they're all the robot animals. And the Man. way Tom Cruise sneaks his way in is to get a suit. So he's like a furry. 
And he just walks in like uh uh just a big like furry cartoon like giraffe or some shit. <laughs> and instead of like the orgy scene being like this underground like cult, it's fur con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Man, I... but it goes by the same way. They're in a the circle and there's a the guy with the cane who's like dun dun <laughs> You know, I got to hand it to furries, though, because I was listening to my favorite podcast and they always have like a hero of the week and then they'll talk about some really crazy metal shit. And Uh the episode I was listening to was so there were these guys out of the smoke pit. They're talking, um, things like that. And then they hear a woman screaming. And so they're like, oh, shit. So they run out. And there's a uh, a guy beating on this woman, like trying to pull her out of her car and stuff like that. Damn. So these dudes beat him up and sit on him until the police arrive. <laughs> and no kidding, it was a bunch of furries. <laughs> so I, I'll have to like link you the YouTube video, okay. but it's like a bunch of furries beating yeah, up this dude and sitting on him. It's so fucking funny. It's awesome. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, th- yeah, this, this definitely took a, a turn. <laughs> I mean, it's still it's still on the rails. I mean, it's still repeated. <laughs> yeah. It is did, you, did you have any other ideas? No, those are my two I mean, ideas. You can think of so many movies to change the cast to just murderous robot animals. Yeah. Um, huh. <laughs> Maybe... I don't know, like Die Hard or some shit. That could be, that could be fun. Like all the terrorists instead of uh-huh. being German, instead they're just murderous robots. That would be pretty fun, actually. Uh-huh. Oh man! But Any... I, like, I like the seriousness of American History X, though. <laughs> like transposed with the animatronics. Yeah, that's what I like with the that's an, with the Full Metal Jacket. That would be fun. Right. Yeah, Again, yeah. another very serious film. But animatronics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you brought twelve angry men. Why not take it a another serious <laughs> matter? Just go to kill a mockingbird. Everybody in the uh, on the jury is a Any, anything to do with race. It's <laughs> <Jesus> correct. <Christ. laughs> I well, mean, we could... yeah, it, it would be like a, a nice metaphor. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very on the nose metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Well, I guess let's go ahead and rate this thing. Um, uh, so now, uh, I I announced this last episode. Uh, we're we're going back to to my roots, my old podcast with two ratings, one based on production, uh, and quality, and then the other pure enjoyment. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I was surprised by how much I liked it. I mean, I knew I would like it, but I didn't realize that I would like it this much. It's it's really fun. It's brutal, but also funny, but also just fun. So, um, yeah, I I give it 9 out of 10 furries. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right. Um, Like you said, I mean, it's fun. We talked about, I mean, the cinematography is great. Even during, like, the sex scene in the ball pit. Like, the way the camera's panning around, the lighting going on, 
the animatronics sneaking up. I mean, I loved the cinematography. I'm surprised. It's sad Johnny, Johnny can't be here because yeah. you'd probably have a lot to say about the cinematography as oh, well. Oh, right. Yeah, like like uh, on our Color Out Space episode. Yeah. Um, the music was great, too. Um, as far as, like, production value, the only thing I can, like, complain about is, I mean, the CGI was a bit corny, but it's a low-budget film, so I can't complain about that. So for that, I will give it four breaks taken, four out of five breaks taken to play pinball and drink nice. soda. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I just realized that even though I said the change and I said exactly what I didn't even say production, I just, <laughs> I just went straight to enjoyment. So uh, as far as production, I mean, it is. It is it's very nice to look at. The colors are all cool. The you know yeah we said cinematography the script was great uh, yeah I got I've got no complaints at all so yeah ten out of ten lines of dialogue and not said by Nicolas Cage nice nice uh, and then so what do you have for enjoyment now I mean I love it uh, it's got everything I could possibly want video game references Nicolas Cage horror references murderous animatronics that I didn't even know I had a love for but now I do. And so for that, I got to give it 10 out of 10 teens slashed apart in a ball pit. Awesome. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's it for this episode. Um, next week, we're going to be doing a movie that Sloan actually recommended. Uh, it's called Bleeders. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, yeah, if you want to join for that, that'd be cool. It's an old, like, 90s movie. It's got a Rucker Howard in it, I believe. I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen it. I I haven't seen that either, so I, I that will be a first for me, too. But I like but, Sloan, so I'm in, if you guys <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually looking for another person, so, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the, it's called Bleeders. I don't, I don't. I watched the trailer and I, I still have no idea what what it's about. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Regger Hour is in it, and he is another cult icon. So, yeah. uh, he, he's like Regger Hour is kind of like what Nicolas Cage is now. He just, in the nineties, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he just did a bunch of just a bunch of random movies, and they're only good because he's a. <laughs> Yeah, he makes them. Uh, and uh, speaking of Hobo with a Shotgun, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that'll be next week. Um, what do you have going on for this is when you die? Uh, so we just put out the Mortuary Assistant. To everybody who's watched that, thank you so much. That's probably our most watched episode. So thank you so much for watching that. We really appreciate it. Um, we're capitalizing on another big trend right now. That's going to be our next episode called Inside the Back Rooms. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're into like short films on YouTube, if you watch The Back Rooms, uh, it's based off a of creepypasta and then just kind of exploded. Oh, really? Um, so there's that. And then for our next game, uh, it's going to be another kind of indie game, but it's one of those indie games where you can tell, I mean, the devs are putting their whole heart and soul into it, constantly updating it, making new maps. Oh, nice. Um, called uh, Labyrinth, where um, 
in anticipation for the killer clowns from outer space, uh, you are trapped in what appears to be a carnival, but uh, as you dig that deeper, go further into the maze, things just uh, things get out of hand. That is definitely one where I will be uh, screaming without a doubt. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Can't I've played wait. the game before, but I mean <laughs> the game has updated, they've added new uh death animations, things like that. It's it is crazy. All right, sweet. Uh can't wait for that. Yes. <laughs> and I think uh, it'll be uh Allison's first time, so I think that oh, we'll even nice. get a couple screams out of her. She seems to be like the more like expert of She that is that is absolutely the case um she gets like a little spooked from time to time but she has the stomach to keep going so i think that's where i found my love of horror games is not playing them but watching her play them Mm, okay nice sweet all right well uh yeah everybody check that out and then check out next week's episode bleeders and uh yeah uh i'll as always i will put you down and dig you later all right Later. Later. Thank you so much.